0: snuff Production. Two colourful, loopy, fruity rings of deliciousness on the nutritional ladder of healthy living. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast.
1: You see, a couple in Brazil are in hot water. Taking a spa. Their, well, no, after their gender reveal party in Mato Grosso. Oh,
2: is this the one that was like they put like blue dye in a waterfall or something? Yep. Oh boy. I mean, yeah. literally, old oh boy. But also, <laughs> also,
1: also. Why
2: do they do these things?
1: Well, so apparently, uh, the um, the local kind of authorities went to check it out. They found no change in the water's physical parameters. Okay. Um, and no trace of local fish mortality. But obviously, still. Yes, investigation is underway, and uh, they're not exactly happy with uh, doing something like this. Well, it's
2: the optics, isn't it? The optics of it all. Because, you know, we know gender is a construct, but we don't want it to be an environmental destruction either. All right? So when you're doing it, <laughs> make sure your confetti's biodegradable. That's all I'll say. At the
1: very least. Hey, look, we are celebrating a great show today as well on this beautiful Tuesday. Alex Dyson, you are going to be helping people fall in love understand relationships as we bring back our segment ask alex we've also got a very good friend of the show someone we used to work with at a a different radio station miff warhurst is going to be joining us who just an absolute legend of australian tv and radio got a new book out so we're going to be uh going to be having a walk down memory lane with miff hearing some of the stories of uh of yesteryear from her but Alex Dyson and I had an interesting situation happen during one of my gigs over the weekend. So let's jump into it, hey? Let's do it. It's All Day Breakfast. G'day. This is just the start.
0: Everyone ready? Let's get
2: this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here
0: we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
1: Well, Alex Dyson, had to thank everyone who came to the Sydney Fringe Festival season that I did last week. Yeah, how'd it go, man? This is not a stand-up show. Yep, yeah, it wasn't a stand-up show. <laughs> I mean, there's some serious moments couple of tunes, some stories. I mean, it's a bit of everything, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you to everyone who came along. Um it was good to be back.
2: Good oh, be back. you got a bit of a taste for it out of retirements. I retirement, did. I, as did. We I also heard noticed last week
1: a few times people falling asleep.
2: Oh. <laughs> okay. Um as, as in like this is not a stand-up show, it is a yoga relaxation ASMR show. ASMR yeah. <laughs>
1: experiment. No, nah, but I mean, aside from the people who are enjoying it, every now and then you
2: look out into the crowd, you're like, that dude is definitely asleep. But, uh, you know, that's... Look, I have fallen asleep in quite a few things. You know, working at Breakfast Radio, sometimes we'd be interviewing someone from a movie, we'd go to the cinema, it's dark, <laughs> it's warm. Suddenly we're interviewing <laughs> Billy Connolly for the film Brave, and I'm like, so, what was that film about? I was there... <laughs> The crusted
1: drool still <laughs> stuck to the chin. No, nah, but overall it was really great. It was really great to connect with a lot of people again because I haven't been able to meet uh, like so mm. many people for such a long time. But it was quite funny because on the Saturday night, you know, for some reason everyone's scared of the front row still. Yeah. I don't know whether it's a uh, COVID and globules thing or whether they think that I'm the kind of uh, comic that's going to absolutely tear them to shreds with mm. some, uh, you know, front row hilarity. But the reality is, I you know, I don't do much of that sort of stuff at all. So uh, I was inviting people to sit, you know, I'm like, come on, there's, there's pe- there were people standing at the back, a whole front row. Did you say the phrase,
2: I don't bite?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, but I inferred it. And so I uh, invited some people down the front. So two girls ended up coming
2: and sitting down at the front. It's um, and... just harder to get away with sleeping in the front row, I think. As well, they... <laughs> that's it. The lights
1: are very bright. And so, um, And so anyways, I'm halfway through my set and I get up to this bit where I talk about how... You know, and you'll understand this, Alex Dyson, as you Mm -hmm. get older, you're uh, you're back on the dating scene and stuff like that. You find yourself sort of more aware of how compatibility with yourself works. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't waste your time as much anymore. You sort of just know immediately this is yes or no. Like as soon as you walk in the first two minutes, (laughs) you're like, I've wasted my time or I, this is actually, uh, you know, a good thing. Yeah. Right? So I literally was just saying, you know, as you get older, dating in your mid-30s, you've just got to be yourself. I literally said Mm. those words. You've just got to be yourself. And at which point, (laughs) suddenly from the very front row, I hear this, bloop, I'm sorry, I don't understand. (laughs) Right, (laughs) So whoever I've invited to sit in the front, their phone has listened to that. Siri...
2: Yeah. Has heard Did you say, say you've like, got to be yourself. Seriously, you got to be yourself. <laughs> I think so. I do not understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: like, well, it would be difficult for you, Siri, to know who you are, you know? Yeah. Siri's probably struggling with a huge identity crisis
2: right now. Oh, you think we've had existential crises <laughs> in the past? Imagine being an AI <laughs> and going, who am I? <laughs> So I thought it was very
1: what is aptly self? timed uh, Siri interruption. So we asked you, when has Siri gone off at an awkward time? And Hannah got in touch with us, said, I'm a teacher, and had a lovely girl in my class named Siri. You do the math.
2: <laughs> that would be brutal, wouldn't it? So Siri puts her hand up, goes, yes, Siri. And then Siri goes, huh? Oh, <laughs> I'm listening. Or it'd be like, Siri, uh, what is the answer to five times seven? Oh, no. That's really rough. Uh, Emma says, I'm a midwife. During the pushing moments in the birth, Siri said, sorry, I don't understand you.
1: <laughs> Not now, Siri. We're busy. Uh, Carly said, I used to work with a Sarah. And every time I said, hey, Sarah, Siri would interrupt. Oh, get it right. And Jess said, during my friend's wedding, halfway through the vows, my mate's phone went off with Siri saying, that's nice. It's
2: full volume. <laughs> Well, Lisa said that's nice and not I do, and suddenly you're married to Siri. I mean, I'm pretty sure that would be the rules. Unbelievable.
1: Well, uh, thank you very much for everyone who gets in touch with us. You can always keep in touch with us at alex on Instagram or mattandalex.com.au.
2: Yeah, we chuck it up in the Insta stories, so make sure you're, you're perusing and seeing, get a bit of a heads up as to what topics we may or may not be covering in the next little while. So we always love uh, having your feedback in there. So let's keep cruising with this program. Well, Matt, not sure if you've seen the most recent data in Australia from the last sort of month or two. Marriage rates going up, divorce rates going down. Really? I don't think there's any coincidence. It's because of the introduction of this segment.
0: Can you hear me, Alex? Alex, can I ask you a question?
2: It's called ask
1: alex yes that's right well we asked you to ask our relationship and love expert alex dyson for some help in any situation that you might be finding yourself in and uh what's that
2: what's what's my resume oh uh, just the uh five years of writing love advice for girlfriend magazine no big deal wow right.
1: that <laughs> is quite the flex so uh, absolutely you know what you're talking about can't imagine how much how much the sound of the tiny pitter patter of you know, baby feedies is, uh, is, you know, making its way through households right around the nation and the world, thanks mm. to some of your advice. So uh, hopefully you can help out Anonymous, who messaged us here on at matt.n.alex at Instagram or uh, mattandalex.com.au. That's right. Send
2: us a voice memo if you like, or just type it out as Anonymous has done. Hey, Alex, I seriously need your help. <clears throat> I really like this girl and I want to ask her out. The only problem is she says a couple of words all the time that are super cringy to me. (laughs) Things like (laughs) Rufflecopter, Awesome Sauce and Coolies. I do really like her and I would never ask her to change for me, but I can't picture myself having a girlfriend that never laughs at my jokes and instead just says, Ruffle Copped Up. Should I just be honest with her and say why I haven't asked her out yet or do you think I can move past this? Please help.
1: I she sounds great. What's wrong with a bit of Ruffle Look, Up? Well,
2: Look, like, everyone has personal tastes.
1: What's wrong with coolies? I mean, R.I.P. The King Coolio.
2: That was rough last week, wasn't it? I
1: mean, that was, that was terrible to hear. So, I mean, this is just a way of keeping him in our hearts. <laughs> the coolies. Look, the sentence that stands out really to me is, um, you know, because he's worried, this person's worried about the Rufflecopter, awesome sauce and coolies. But uh, this sentence down here, I can't picture myself having a girlfriend that never laughs at my jokes and just
2: says Rufflecopter. You reckon Anonymous is telling oh, on themselves I there. They
1: are. <laughs> You know what I mean? I reckon you're lucky to be getting anything. A ruffle copter is better than than nothing because that's what it sounds like you probably should be getting. They're being polite.
2: You're absolutely right. And you do say, (laughs) I would never ask her to change for me. By asking someone to do that, that is exactly what Mm. you were doing. It may be uncool. It may be something that you can't go past. And that is your prerogative. That is your right. If you was turned off by this, that is totally fine. Um, I think relationships are much about compromise, okay? You want to bring something to the table. You want to find something to replace Rufflecopter. okay? I would suggest Loljet. (laughs) Very similar to a Roflcopter. Loljet. Loljet. (laughs) Then it's unique. Then it's new. Then it's fresh. And you can have the coolest partner in town. And you can say... You just, just tell, tell them, it's like, uh, loljet. I don't know. Just say all day breakfast, say it. Yeah. It becomes no cool. No more
1: rufflecopter. Bring back LeMayo
2: boat. <laughs> LeMayo boat. <laughs> or, this is the other this is another way you can deal with these kind of things, okay? Is you start doing things yourself and other people realize how cringe they are, okay? Go out for dinner. Head down to your local fast food restaurant. And um, when they ask you to order, just say, I can has cheeseburger. <laughs> They'll go, oh, my God, that's rough. You're like, yeah, well, Rufflecopter's rough too. Okay, so let's both agree to stop saying both of these things. But also,
1: if this person's awesome. Get over it. Either get over it or hit the
2: road, pal. I All would right? take Rufflecopter any day of the week over, you know, cheats on you with your sister. <laughs> because that's the alternative. Anyway.
1: I remember going on a date with the girl and then she showed me her dog in bed. And I was like, this is over. There was no <laughs> way that we were going to go out anymore. And that's fine.
2: I was it like, the dog jumps up on the bed.
1: Her dog was in the bed. She was like, look at my dog. And it was in bed. And I was like, we are not the same. Like we're <laughs> not, we are never going to be together. So that was the end of that. And it's fine. Like you have your dog wherever you want.
2: Yeah. Just I just not hate me.
1: dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want a dog in my bed. That's fine. Yep. So you live, live your life. Let this girl say whatever the hell she wants. You can say whatever the hell you want and just do your own things or get over it. Yeah.
2: As <laughs> <laughs> simple as that. So at the end of that Ask Alex Advice, it is either be single or ask her out. <laughs> They're the two options. So very specific advice solved. Glad we solved <laughs> that one. Thanks, Anonymous. Well- All Day Breakfast Alright, it's now time to welcome to All Day Breakfast One of my favourite people, broadcaster, podcaster And also now author of the memoir, Time of My Life It is Miff Warhurst G'day Miff!
0: Oh, hello, you two. Lovely to see you.
2: Now,
1: you're joined not just by yourself as well. You've got a guest that's in our Zoom footage right now. Who is that?
0: This is Steve, uh, one half of the infamous cat duo Merv and Steve. And, um, yeah, he's really hungry, so he's just decided (laughs) to join me. (laughs) I love when
2: animals have really people names. Mm. Like Steve is just such a human name, a cat named Steve. It sounds like he's got a job, you know, down at... The insurance agency or something.
0: He does. He, I've got the and the other guy Merv wears a tuxedo. He's a tuxedo cat, so he's like, he's like a dog he guy. Actually, or, yeah,
1: like <laughs> so, all the know, time like, or just on special occasions.
0: Well, all the time, but I, I call it, you know, his his special tuxedo. So it's like he's waiting on me, hand and foot, even though it's clearly me that's the slave with these. Cats.
2: <laughs> Goodness gracious! Well, it's nice to chat to you, Miff, and it's nice yeah. for you to be on, I guess, my radio show here because the first time. I met you, and it's mm. probably how I knew you were a really wonderful and and patient person. I was doing work experience at Triple J with my friend Tom Ballard. I
0: remember. And
2: we came up and they said, Oh, you should go in and watch the breakfast show. So we got there at 6 a.m. Well, a bit before 6 a.m., we helped the doctor pick out CDs from the library oh. for the songs that were going to be played, because that's what Gosh we'd done old. back then. And then we sat in the room on the couch for three hours as you did a show. And as having gone into Breakfast Radio after that, I could not imagine a work experience kid being in the room, awkwardly in the background on the couch. How did you let us sit there the
0: whole time? Why weren't we in the producer's studio, Miff? I don't know. I mean, back in those days, like, there were no rules. Like, everyone just joined us. There was no security at the ABC. It was like anyone could come in. You could get, like, a mate's kid who to do work experience and now you've got to go through like 57 levels to mm. be able to do that it was a totally different time and and I also knew that you two were from Warrnambool I felt for you because I'd been there you know like it, mm. I think it was being you were country kids and you were really trying to make it go of it and I was like yes
1: <laughs> let's talk about your book time of your life it's available now at all good bookstore mm. this is somewhat of a memoir I understand sort of like the processes and when you're meeting with publishers etc mm. and you're trying to figure out what type of Book you're going to write. What yeah. was the first story that you thought, well, that is going to make it?
0: Well, that would be, it, well, it's a book based on snapshots of my life. So it's not really a memoir as such because I feel like I'm not old enough yet and no one around me has died. So I have to keep all the really, 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 really good stories until then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I. I I access the stories through music. So that was a really nice device for me because that feels like all my memories are based around music, which makes it very easy. So I started to write, but the one there was one story, and it was the first story in the book. It's where I I think it's one of my earliest memories. Getting up out of a vinyl bean bag in the lounge room, like a you know, 1970s lounge room with my brothers, standing up, walking towards the television and then like feeling that buzz of the old tellies.
1: Oh, the static, yes. Static and your
0: hair would come up and like mum going, (laughs) don't stand so close to the television, you're going to ruin your eyes. You know, because we're all going to get our eyes ruined from being too close to the television because we're all entranced because this little box in the corner of the room gave us the world, you know. There wasn't any internet. There was no connection. So... I was just entranced by this, but I actually, not just entranced by the TV, it was who was on the TV and it happened to be in all his 1970s splendour, Daryl Braithwaite. Oh, when,
2: yes. But he
0: was singing the sherbet and he was singing How's That and I went up and I kissed the television. <laughs> I, this was a non clearly non-consensual. Daryl had yeah. nothing to do with this, but I kissed the telly when Daryl was singing How's That of all songs. Because at that time oh. it incorporated two of my great loves, which yep. was music and cricket. Yeah, oh,
1: he's got quite it. the haircut as well in this film clip. Oh. And he's got the he's got a blue sort of suede or felt suit on <laughs> with an open uh, shirt and a white tie just hanging oh. down. It's, it's, it's not quite a mullet, but it's close, you know, right. that he's uh, rocking. It's mullet wow. adjacent,
0: that's for sure. Uh, yeah. you've, <laughs> you've
2: interviewed everyone over the years, Miff. Have you been able <laughs> to tell Daryl this story in person before?
0: I have and look, Daryl didn't really know how to respond because I mean, what you say when you say, Look, when I was a very young age, I kissed you when you're on the television. Like, that's not a cool story to tell someone. He's like, Oh,
2: it, <laughs> it is hard to follow yeah, up on, isn't it? That's
0: <laughs> good, I mean, I. He, He's such a nice fellow, though. He actually called me a couple of weeks ago because I, I was on a podcast talking about why horses were such a success. And then mm. it's like, I just said, no one really knows because you can put your own story onto it. There's a little bit of magic. And and I was, but I was secretly excited. Like little me, the phone rang. And he goes, Miffed Sterile right? <laughs> like, oh my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, time of my life for me brings back memories of. School graduations as well, oh, Miff. What was a, what was Miff Warhurst in school like?
0: Oh, in school, well, I was pretty. On paper, I was pretty good because my parents were. Because I lived in a small country town, my dad was the principal at the school, and my mum oh. taught there. And that oh. was awful. It was oh, awful. I don't recommend that. Oh, I no. thought
1: you were going to say that it, you know you got the. uh Got the secret, uh, you know, magic eraser out for the report card, and could just do write whatever marks you like. <laughs> no
0: way! They knew exactly what was going on, so I had to be really clever because I was naughty too. So I had to be super, super clever in order for them not to know my business. So I would have thought you know. <laughs> that myth would be naughty. <laughs> oh God, you yep, have no idea. Um, yeah, yeah. There's one story in the book where I talk about going out. Um, on it was a Saturday night. I didn't even go out. I just told because we had a horse stables next to the house. My uncle had horses, and I said to Mum, Dad, "Oh, Mum, Dad, um, I'm off to brush the horses on a Saturday night." <laughs> <laughs> And of course, I wasn't brushing the horses, I might have been <laughs> yeah. brushing a lot something else, yeah, running your
2: hands through some different hair potentially. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Oh, that's huge. What did you have a song like a school graduation song? Because for me, you know, Green Day's Time oh, of Life and Vitamin C's Friends Forever, you know, forever. Yeah, that was still but, going when I was in school as but, well. I don't know, before what, what year you graduated, uh, it might have been before it was,
0: that. Ancient. This is BC, so um, <laughs> before vitamin I, C. That stands for <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, I, yeah, I, we didn't actually even have a graduation because there was no such thing as schoolies. None of us could go to. We couldn't go to the Gold Coast for schoolies mm-hmm. for us. So yeah, I don't even remember there being a graduation song, but it would have been something awful, like terrible, tragic hair metal from the late eighties, <laughs> early nineties, or it could have been, you know, like um, Jason and Kylie, especially to you, or something like that. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, that would have been
1: nice. And what did you think you were going to do at that time? Did you think you were going to have a career in TV and radio?
0: Not at all. I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, I thought I was going to be a a professional pianist.
2: Oh.
0: Oh. Have you got a piano at your house right now? I do. I do. But it's covered. Well, uh, we're connecting the house that I'm living in to the town septic system, which is very glamorous. So it's covered (laughs) in pot at the moment. (laughs) And I bet there's a, is
1: there a great smell around the place or what Uh, is that?
0: It's been freaking awful. Can I tell you? <laughs> like, I'm literally. I want to burn the house down at this point.
2: <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, taking time out to uh, have a chat to us whilst your house smells of a septic tank. We really appreciate it, and it's glad it's not just us. That's
0: no problem. You guys are the highlight of the day. Really, uh, you're the best, Miff.
2: Well, you can grab the book <laughs> "Time of My Life" by Miff Warhurst. Incredible snapshots out of from an incredible person, and uh, hopefully see you around soon for a sing-along at that piano or listen to you and your podcast. You've kept me company with your good friend Zan Rowe for many years on Bang On as well. So uh, check out that podcast if you're in the mood.
0: Can I say YouTube kept me so much company too during lockdowns in Melbourne. It was really, really, it was a real connector for me because I was living alone and yes, I was living in Brunswick, which is inner city of Melbourne, but I, you guys were just like voices in my head every day. It was when you just started and it meant the world to me. So I just wanted to say thank you for that.
1: Oh, that's the best news. Thank you so much. Well, look, we're excited about the book and about your pods and about your new sewage situation so <laughs> thank you so I'll much i'll invite you me.
0: around when i've got a functional toilet all right
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's good, and good to Alex,
0: us. You, you can play the piano because i know you can play yeah very can. Well. he's a secret I, gun at it
2: i uh, it begins and ends at coldplay covers and uh, we'll just leave it at that shall we
0: want <laughs> it before at my house you can do it again <laughs> thanks miff thank you guys that was gorgeous
2: Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to keep in touch, you can always follow us on Instagram, matt.and.alex.
0: That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.